For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. You can be assured that life is worth a living. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So, last Sunday, we started studying about the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on our prayer life. Amen. Amen. Our prayer life. And we learned how Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 18, verse 1, Bible said, and he speak a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray. Hallelujah. Men ought always to pray. If you are a human being on this earth, you have to be praying all the time. All the time. When you wake up in the morning, you pray. When you are going out, you pray. When you come back, you pray. When you have food to eat, you pray. When you finish eating, you pray. You sit in the car, you pray. When you land safely, you pray. You get to your office, you pray. When you are leaving the office, you pray. When you come home, you pray. 
As you are sleeping, you're going to sleep, you pray. So prayer is your life, our life. Must flow through you all the time. So First Thessalonians 5 verse 17 says that pray without ceasing. Amen. Amen. Pray without ceasing. And so everybody must be somebody who can pray. Prayer, what is prayer? Prayer is communing, communing with God, your Father, who art in heaven. Hallelujah. Communing with your Father who art in heaven. You need to come to the realization that no matter who is your earthly father, he has limit as to how far he can help you. Are you here? Yes. No matter how rich your father is or how poor your father is, whether he's alive or he's dead, he cannot do much for you. There's a limit to which he can go. But you have a heavenly father who is always there with you. Hallelujah. So, it, you need to recognize that fact in your life so that it will help you to continuously be praying or communing with this father. Hallelujah. You are not alone and you are not a destitute person. So whether your father is dead or he's alive, you still need to recognize our father who art in heaven. When you recognize somebody as a father, you can expect many good things from the person. Yeah. Even if the person is not your physical father, and you recognize him as a father. Once you recognize him as a father, <laughs> you will naturally be receiving good things from the person. Amen. Amen. Some of us who are pastors, the people who recognize us as fathers, we also recognize them as sons. And bless them more. And do anything we can to make their lives good. It's true. Many things that your, your physical father may not be able to do. Your spiritual father can do for you. So life is full. There's a need for you to recognize a father. But what is more important is that even if nobody is your father spiritually or financially or academically, there's a father who art in heaven, which you need to recognize. And once you recognize God as your father, life will be so sweet for you to live your life. Hallelujah. And so, I want all of us to understand that you are not a destitute person. You have, eh? you are not a destitute person. Anything you need, you can get from God. If you recognize as your father. So if you don't recognize God as a father, that's why we don't pray. The reason why many of us don't pray that, we don't recognize God as your father. Do you 
know that anytime you are in trouble, the first person that comes to your mind is your father. Yes. Anytime you get something good, the first person to go and show to is your father. When you have a big breakthrough, you are in a rush to go and show to your daddy that, oh, daddy, I passed my exams. When you are in trouble, oh, daddy, Charlie, help me. A father is somebody that you can always, whether happiness or sorrow, you can, he's always there for you. Hallelujah. And so, the fact that you don't pray means that you don't know that God is a father to you. And you have not recognized God as a father. That is why life is difficult for you. Hallelujah. Today marks the end of all your brainness. Hallelujah. Christy, God is your father that you need to recognize. If you don't recognize him as and speak a lot, you hear Jesus Christ always say, my father, my father, I do always what my father likes. I, I, I can speak of my own self. I, of my own self, I can't can see, but as I see my father, as I hear from my father, you also say, what is this father, father, every day, father, 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 father. <laughs> Everything, father. You try to set the life of Jesus Christ. All the time, father, let this cup go out of me. Father, I thank you that with three loaves of bread, we can feed 5,000. All the time you see Jesus Christ say, Father, 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 Father. Because immediately you recognize a father. And there's not an ordinary father. A father who can do anything. Who say, let there be, and the thing appears. If you don't want, you don't want to recognize this person as a father in your life. That's what Many Christians are struggling. Are you here or go? And that is why we don't pray. Amen. But today God is opening your eyes to know. If you can recognize the Father. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 11, Bible said the verse 1, when he was in a and it came to pass that he was praying at a certain place. And after he finished, his disciple came to him and said, Master, teach us how to pray. And he answering said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey, what did I say? Now, 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 I want to teach you something before we go into the ministration. Let's, let's, he said, and it came, the, the next verse, uh, say, our father, which art in heaven. Okay, then go down. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Uh, go, 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 go up, go back, number two. Watch it. He says, the one you pray, say this. Eh? Say this, verse 2. Our Father, verse 2. Say, quickly, who is controlling the thing? Eh? Say, our Father, which has the first recognition is that you need to recognize God as the Father. Okay? Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is arranged and purpose in heaven, so let it be here on earth. 
So your father has prepared a lot of things for you. Every good father has something he has prepared for his son. And so, and the thing is in heaven where he is. So Jesus said, when you start praying, tell your father that anything that is, he has prepared in heaven for you, no? let it come here on earth for you. How many want God to prepare whatever he has prepared to come down on earth for you? See, that is why we call prayer. Because you are asking your father in heaven that whatever plan he has for you in heaven, if the time has come, let it come here on earth for you. As it is in heaven. Whatever plan you have for me in my, in my, for my destiny in heaven's records, let it start happening to me here. And he said that I will be, that God has a timing for everything about your life. So if it is your will that today's date is 24th of June, if in the records of heaven, according to your will, I need to receive 10,000 cities into my account, Father, wherever it is, release it into my account today. See, as you are praying and you are telling God, he looked into the records and said, is it time for you to receive this? Yes, it's time. Release it unto him. Yes, it's time. Release it unto you. As it is in heaven, as it is in heaven, let it come here on earth. Because whatever is in heaven, you, can, you cannot enjoy it until it comes here on earth. And you never will be a cow. Because you don't want pay. That is why many of us are so struggling. As it is a purpose in heaven, let it come down here on earth so that I can experience whatever that you have in store for me. So you need to know that there are a lot of things prepared for you by God, your father in heaven. And when the time is due, he has to release it into your life. So if you don't call on him, that is why Jeremiah 33 verse says, call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you the great things that I have prepared for you that you don't even know. Your life is changing from tonight by the grace of God. See, that is also many of so those of you when we say we are yeah, come to pray, and it's like it is a, it's difficult for you to wake up and pray. You are you are you are sleeping on your destiny. Your destiny. He said, when you pray, say, say to your father that whatever it is in heaven, let it come down here on earth. That is why. Because God has sent him, it's time for you to break through in a certain project. And so he sent an angel to command the person, wherever the person is sitting or hiding, he will command him to appear unto you. Because you pray for it. And it's time. Remember when Daniel started praying? And the Bible said, God sent an angel. He said, the very day you open your mouth to pray, because it was time and by my will, I released an angel to come and help you. I released. See, the first day you started praying. The first day you started praying. When you started praying, uh, I knew that yes, my timing to redeem your people. So as it is in heaven, it must come here on earth. From today, anything that is locked up in heaven, in your name and in your account, as you pray, may God cause it to appear here on earth for you. Hallelujah. Many ladies, your husbands are locked up. Because you are not asking God for it. 
Because you have got, you have got a large tanker who is squeezing your breast. Instead of asking for a husband. The one who is tipping you money and messing your life is the one you are happy with. When you, your father has prepared a certain powerful, blessed, great man to bury you, instead of praying to ask God that, let God, maybe you promised about 25 I should marry. I've crossed 25 to 28, I still not marry. What is happening? What is happening? Because you are not calling on God. So whatever he has planned for you, today anything that is locked up over there in heaven, may the Lord stir your spirit up so that you can receive it from heaven. As it is in heaven. Everything is in heaven. The Bible says God has blessed us all spiritual blessings, but they are in heavenly places. Our blessings are in heaven. All kinds of blessings though. But they are in heavenly places. That is why you need to call upon your father. Th- my son will be in school. He doesn't even need to tell you. Once I know his school fees, timing of paying his school fees. It is my duty as a father to ensure that on this due date, I have to pay the school fees. It costs my son. It's my son. And he recognizes me as a son. If you fail to recognize me as a son, his school fees will pass like that. I won't pay. And he will be the one who will suffer, not me. There is so many of us who are suffering. Because God has prepared as it is in heaven. It's sitting there in heaven in your account. God doesn't need it. God doesn't need it. You are the one who needs it. But you have refused to call on your father. Recognize me as a father. And so you are doing things on your own. You see, when people, somebody, you don't accept somebody as a father. You do what you like on your own. The prodigal son that I don't want you to accept you as a father anymore. I'm, I'm taking care of myself. Yes. And that is how many Christians are struggling. Recognizing God that. God is a person. God is a person. If you want to recognize him as a father. Jesus said, when you pray, say this. Because he came from there, so he knows what is in store. He told the remember why he said that? He said, a time has come for me to go to Jesus, and when I go, I will be killed. Because he knew that it was the will of God. Time has come. A time has to fulfill the time as it is in heaven. He knew that his he can't, he can't stay on earth anymore. Because as it is in heaven, it's time for him to go and die. Yes. That's why you want to pray for three hours. And God said that, but you know, we have agreed that this is the time. As it is in heaven, we can't cross over it. We gave you 33 years to live on earth. Where are we? Who No, 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 no. As it is in heaven, let it be here on earth. Auntie Joyce, as it is in heaven, no. Ask yourself, God, what is in serving for me? That is why when Paul was praying for the Ephesian church in 1 verse 17, he said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding will be open and that you will know the inheritance that God has for his children. Inheritance. Unless you commit your, he said, I pray for you that your eyes will be open to know the, the, the hope of your calling. Why did God call you? He called you to come and do what? Just come and walk around. No, there's a purpose. There is an inheritance, and you need to access into your inheritance. 
Because if you don't access into your heritage, you leave the world and your treasure in heaven is there and nobody is not giving to you because your name is tagged to it. Listen, Christians, we are there. We, we worry ourselves. We worry ourselves. I'm preaching. Hmm? That the eyes of your understanding. What does it say? I pray for you. Since I heard of you, go back to verse 17. So since I heard that you have become a Christian. Huh? Verse 16. Start from verse 16. Ephesians 1 16. Now verse 15. 15. Watch. That 15. Say that. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord. That means immediately you come to God. Paul said that when I heard that you have joined the church. You see, I was so excited that you have joined the church because now God can be your father. And God has something in store for you. So they say, when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, number 16, I cease not to do what? To give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Have to mention your name to God the Father, but Isaac, he has been a, a committed member of this church. He, what does is, what is he do that he has to receive? Open his eyes that he can see. He's not praying for himself. Oh. He's not praying for himself. He said that I make mention of you in my prayers. Huh? Next verse 17. Huh? Quickly. 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father, the Father, the Father, the Father of glory, the Father of glory, the Father of glory. God, left your Father who can give you the glory. Since you joined this, there's a glory for you. If you accept this Father, He will show you there is a Father of glory, not the Father of disgrace. You can't serve God and your life will be a disgraceful life. He's a Father of glory. And so anything you do for Him, you receive glory for that. The Father of glory may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of Him. You need His Holy Spirit to show you who God is and influence the Holy in your knowledge of God and the things that he has in store for you. The father of glory. Your physical father is a disgraceful father. Since he impregnated your mother, he hasn't, he hasn't contributed anything to your life. Yeah. So your whole life is in confusion. But you have a father who is in heaven. Paul said, that I pray that your that this father of glory, he will give you his spirit of knowledge of him, a wisdom. Yeah. Why? You guys want me to stop preaching. We preach scriptures. We don't preach my message. My, my, I don't have a message. Hallelujah. We will give you revelation and the knowledge of him. And the hope of your calling. The hope. Why did God call you? He brought you to disgrace you. No. There's a plan for you. There's a plan for you. There's a hope. What is hope? Hope is something you are looking forward to. Something you have not seen. Because Paul said the things seen 
you cannot hope for the things you have seen. But you are hoping for the things that you are imagining that in your life you can get. That thing you are looking for, God has already planned for you. God has already planned for you. The God who opened, that's why I said that, that God opened you to know that there is a hope for you. That's why I came to this church to declare to everybody that you are going to be a great person. Because I know there is a hope for you. God has a plan for you. As you keep coming to this church, one after the other, I say I'll be here to dedicate everybody, your house, your car, your children, your marriage, every one of you, every one of you, I will dedicate things. You watch it. Because there's a hope in Christ. The hope. And then they said that the, the, the inheritance, inheritance, you, you know how much you have in the, in the Lord. Some of you are sitting that you are multi-billionaires. That's what I sit down here. God, that, that, not that you have, you, you are working. God has prepared for you. It's God who has prepared for you. When you God took the people of Israel from Egypt and they got the promise, I said that share the land for every family. He didn't know where the land is. But God knew the land. And he had already demarcated if you are Rubenite, this is your land. If you are uh, one, one, uh, one, 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 Ruben, Simeon, Judah, Levi, all of them, God himself, as they were in captivity in Egypt crying, God has bought a land, a dedicated land for them. Your land is already dedicated for you, waiting for you. Your land is already waiting for you. Nobody will build on that land until the Lord come in his timing to prosper you to buy the plot of land. Yes. That's what God works. That's how God is. <laughs> and the people were in captivity crying. Eh? God had already bought a land. And he told them that the land I'm taking you to her is not a land that drink water from you go and fetch water and then come and put on the seed. As you were doing in Egypt. See the land, you know, it drinks water from the rain from heaven. It rain from heaven. That means that everything over there is controlled by heaven. Because your father who art in heaven knows how to release blessings on the land. It's the spirit. The power of God. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He said, the land drinks water from heaven. Heaven is the one that controls the land. Heaven, as it is every season, whatever is due for the land to be poured out, I got a poured out. Milk, honey. He said, when you get that, your silver and your gold will multiply. So much so that you build goodly houses. People who are, who are struggling, oh, God said that where you are going here, where I am taking you here, you will build goodly houses. That is what I'm declaring to you that all of you, you shall build goodly houses. There is a point, a place God has prepared for you, and then the time comes, you will be building goodly houses. If it is this God that I'm preaching to you, if it is your Father who art in heaven, Goodly houses. Only that's why you if you don't record and start calling on him. The eyes of understanding that you that you may know. See, until you know that there is hope for me, 
that's why many of us don't pray to God because it's like, what can God do? There is no God. And so you too have accepted that there is no God. You can choose to accept them as there is no God. You believe in the God. It's a choice. There are people who think that there is no need God to succeed. But you must be able to know that as for me, I need God before I can succeed. As for me, I need God. And it's that you know what is the riches of the glory of inheritance. For who? His saints. Those who are called by the God. As the children of God. There's richness. Not ordinary. There's a richness of, of inheritance. I see multimillionaires rising up from this place. Hallelujah. How many can foresee? That's why last week I preached a message about no, uh, what do you call, do if, uh, what do you call, attempt to do exploits. You do exploits in life. I say you do exploits in life. Yes. Maybe today you are 21 years, 25 years, 23 years, 22 years, 20. Don't worry. God, your father, has plans for you. And that when you pray to him, and as it is arranged and purpose in heaven, if it is true, let it fall down on earth for me. Let it fall down on earth for me. Whatever I am. That's how God said that. The years that the canker worms and tapes worms have eaten, I can restore all. Because the thing, it was there already. That's that you didn't get it because you missed his way, so he left it there. So now that you come back to him and say, Father, forgive me for my sin. I have to he said, already it is there, so I'll restore back to you anything that you lost in your life. Receive the restoration. I say, receive restoration. But you need to go to your father. Because the prodigal son, if he had not come back to his father to recognize him as a father, he would have had the restoration. And so, that's why I'm here to teach you. That you have to recognize that you have a father in heaven. So that if for the last three years you have not been calling him by prayer, this time round, like the prodigal said, you, are come, you have come to your senses. And now you know that, look, God, life without my God, my father, cannot work. It's time for me to return to my knees and call upon my God and say, my God, I've sinned against you. I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I've touched by, see, it's not so like that. I've made you too small in my eyes. Oh, Lord, forgive me. I believe in the lie that you cannot help me. You are unable to help you. you. See, because the word I've made to understand that God cannot, you don't even have anything God. So God has said, said that someone said, because I've, I've, I've made you too small in my eyes. Some of us, God is too small in your eyes. You don't, that's why you don't recognize him. See, when somebody is too small in your life, what you have problem, you don't discard that person. And I'm the boy. If you have a problem, do you discard somebody who is too small? That is why you don't discuss anything with your father in heaven. Because you make God too small in your eyes. So the songwriter said, forgive me. Forgive me. I've made, I've what? I've believed in a lie that you are unable to help, help me. But I said, but oh now, but, uh, but now. Somebody said, but now. But now. But now. Oh God. I see my foolishness. Now I see my stupidity. I see my wrong. Heal my heart. Heal my heart. And show yourself strong. 
and with my heart and with my soul. Oh Lord, your name will be magnified. From today, you shall be magnifying the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. I have made you too small in my eyes. In my eyes. Oh Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me. And I have believed in a lie that you are unable to help me. But Lord, I see my wrong. Heal my heart and show yourself strong. And in my eyes and with my song. Say what? What is the second standard? It says, quickly, quickly. Yeah. What does the second standard say? Um. What is the song? Yeah. You know how to sing it. The second standard. I don't want to get the, the lyrics where. Oh, the second standard is not here. The second standard says very powerful thing. Eh? Don't you have it? Eh? What does second standard say? I'm coming. Shalamakata broyanda. Bentole masakayanda. Ramasukata bayanda. Mandelele mushiku. What does second standard say? Kosiata. Ashanara makara manana. Mansuri masakayamana. Mandelele. Mandelele mushika. Hallelujah. So you know, listen. Jesus said, when you pray, say, let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As you have planned for me, as I'm going out, Lord, whoever you have commanded to bring me a blessing, as it is in heaven, let it come on earth. Let me experience it practically. See, see, when you are talking to your father, there's a way you talk to. You, you understand? Yeah, because you know that anything you ask, he, he will give it to you. So you see, he said, as it is in heaven, so let it be here on earth. Many things that are in the spiritual realm must be prayed through for the thing to come down on earth. If you don't pray through, you many things of your destiny will be locked up in heaven. Yes. It will be locked up. That's why we pray. To call on your father to release whatever that is locked up in heaven for your life. Now watch. The next verse. Okay. So he taught them, give us Give us day by day our daily bread. Day by day. God has a plan that day by day there is something he has prepared for you. Day by day. So if we have come from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and you have not received something special from God, it's because you are not called on your father. 
So what do we do to receive on Monday? We didn't ask for so it has passed by. On Tuesday, that you are supposed to give you, you didn't ask for it, so it is passed by. Today, you are not being asked for it. It is also planned now. But from today, day by day, may you receive from your heavenly Father. Day by day. Day by day. Have you seen the wisdom of God towards his children? Day by day. That's something. There are a lot of things that are written in heaven waiting for you to call for God to bring it to you. So two months things are still some people three months things are still locked up. Sometimes you are supposed to receive day by day. Don't you have a song like that, eh? You're gonna praise day by day, way by way, way by way. Someone say, You're gonna hail, hail your name, hail your name day by day, day by day. All the way, all the way, yes, all the way. You have to help God day by day because every day there is something has in store for you. If you can ask Him, if you can seek Him, He will release it into your life. From today, day by day, may you receive whatever is prepared for you. Yes, you see, some days are days of divine protection. God had to save you some certain sickness that was about to hit you. As you pray, he covers you with his blood so that that sickness will not enter into you. Remember when Jesus Christ cast the demon? He asked him, the, the, the man who was paralyzed, his, his child was convulsing. He asked him, when did this sickness come into this place? That's there is a timing for certain sickness to enter into somebody's life. Maybe if that day they had prayed, the wind of the Lord would have blown the sickness out of you. That's all that's, that's I said. I had a friend who died that he traveled from Accra. He was in the bus and I think he bought food to eat. As he got down, his stomach said, man, stomach, so, so, he went to the toilet and that's it, he died. Listen, you have to commit yourself to God day by day. For God to release whatever you are doing because it's not everything about money. Many of you see when we say blessing of God, your man is like, hold on, money in my pocket. A day of mistake of going to a friend's house can cause you to be a pregnant. Mistake. A mistake of going there. Mistake. That day. Bible said, and the Judges chapter 16 verse 1, and Samson went to, on to Gaza. What was he going to do? And that was the day he started writing his will to die. Because there he met a prostitute. So, you need divine hand on your life day Yes. That's how you cannot. That's what Jesus said. He said, You cannot stop praying. Because it's a daily matter, not a weekly or monthly matter. Day. The car you are every day you sit in the car. Having to hear that the car was going, he had an accident on the particular day. So if you have prayed, there was a woman who was going to, they were going to Aflao. It was early morning. And as they were going, he was touched by a certain lady, but she was a good Christian. He had prayed early in the morning, committed herself. And then the car had an accident. She said that as she was the car, that somebody came and pulled her out from this. And then else, I'm, 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 he told the person who was taking so I am with a friend. A friend. And she had, we were chatting with him as I said, I say, he said, yeah, the Holy Spirit, the, the angel told that he's not of us. You are, I've been sent to come and pull you out of the place. I've been sent to come and pull you out. Everybody that she's the only one who didn't die. If that day she had not prayed. 
If that day, if that day, he hadn't prayed. So that thing is a daily matter. That's what Jesus said. He said, men ought always to pray. Your breakfast was not. What about when you went to lunch to go and eat the food outside? Do you know what even animal came to to sit a uh, 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 what do you call uh, a house fly who came to sit on the food that you yes, they are selling to you? That particular portion they pick for you is where the, 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 the animal sit, sit, sit on it, and it's coming from a very heavy toilet, coming with disease. Everybody ate the portion where the you the portion you ate is the where the sickness was. Yes. Listen, don't joke with your spiritual prayer life. Day by day. Day by day. Go back to Luke chapter 11. I'm preaching. Are you here? Go home. Hey, 11. The next verse, quickly. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who have... Uh, as forgive us our sins. That's one of the things you need to pray for every day. Pray every day. Because every day we commit sin. Is it not true? That's how you need to pray. Forgive me my debt. Forgive my sins. Forgive me. And say you too try and forgive some people who owe you. And lead us not into temptation. One day you have been a powerful Christian for many years, but one temptation comes. Everything is gone. But deliver us from that that there are a lot of evil on earth. That's why your father must deliver you from every evil. Whatever witches are planned against you. Don't think that as you heard, no, they are not thinking about you. They are planning wickedness against you. But it's only your father in heaven who controls the angel, the angel to take charge of you. That's why they have not gotten you. Yeah. Do you remember God asked, uh, uh, said, have you tried uh, your man, son? He said, oh, I've tried several times. But that you have set a hedge around him. Yeah. My try, 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 try. But because of the hedge, because Bible said every day he was praying to God. Every day he was praying to God. And because of that prayer, there was a hedge around him, around his children, around his business. May the Lord through your prayer. That's what every day. A hedge. Then, yes, deliver from evil. Eh, quickly, quickly, quickly. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm just introducing my message to them, what we are going to do here. Eh? And he said unto them, now watch. Watch. That's where we are. We are. We are. We are taxiing the, the airline, the airplane. All that I've done is just hitting the engine. I'm only hitting the engine. But now we are about to taxi. How many are want to taxi now? We are about to taxi. Say we are taxiing. We are taxiing. Watch it. And Jesus, said, we are talking about prayer. We talk about prayer. Now look at where Jesus Christ is taking the thing to. He said, and he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend? Eh? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, let me three loaves. Eh? And that's what for a friend of mine is in his journey is come to me, and have I have nothing set before him. There's a wadam for be about one chill. 
How can you live your life that you don't have nothing in your house? Every day have something in your house because I never know who will visit you. Say amen. Let this when we come to your house. Don't say that I have nothing there. Eh? There might be always something. What can you see? And then he said, and he, listen, we are, we are, we are, we are not digressing. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. A good friend, though, he said that I don't have time because I don't know how much you buy this time. mother, Now watch, Jesus Christ is speaking about prayer and the importance of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Listen. I said to you, though he will not rise and give him, because he's a friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needed. Do you understand? The word is importunity. When you are looking, you are, you are praying to God, don't give up. The word is, don't give up. The word importunity means that don't give up. So Jesus is saying that, when you begin to ask God for anything, don't give up. That's why I said that the man will not give you because he's a friend, but because of the that's what we call importunity. That's the word importunity. You keep repeating God. Repeat every day you are mandating God. God, I am crossing 30. I'm not married. God, I'm crossing 35. I'm not married. Keep say, don't say that I'm a boy. No. Now watch. Importunity, you rise and give it to you. As, as many as he needed. As many as you need, may God grant it to you. Now watch, the next verse is what I'm looking for. And I say unto you, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened. For everyone that asks, receive it. And everyone that uh, it shall be opened. The next verse, verse 11. That's a scripture we are looking for. If a son uh, shall ask bread of any of you, that is who? A father. A father. If you are his father and your son. So God said that take yourself that you are a son or daughter and God is a father. Oh. So even if human beings, fathers, when we will ask him for bread, will the father give him stone? And if he asks him for fish, will he give me a fish? Uh, in the fish instead of fish, give me a serpent. No. The next verse. Or if he asks for egg, would he offer him scorpion? Now, verse 13 is the, the scripture we are looking for. If you then, being evil, know how to give what? Good gifts unto your children. Now watch. How much more shall who? Shall who? Give you what? Give you what, banku? Or bread? Or give you shoe? Or give you money? Or give you what? So he will give you the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Now what Jesus Christ is saying that as far as the Father is concerned, your Heavenly Father, the most important thing you must look for from him is the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. That the best gift that you need in your life. The wildest blessing you can receive from this father. So even if you a wicked person, you know how to give good gift. Good gift. Good gift. And means that the Holy Spirit is a gift of God sent to all the children of God. Everybody
Anybody who is a child of God is entitled to receive the Holy Spirit. So, if you are a Christian without the Holy Spirit, that means that you are missing the grace gift that to change your life. The Bible says a man's gift makes room for him. Yeah. A gift makes you, those who know how to play football, they become billionaires. Those who know how to sing, they have. So, a gift of the Holy Spirit is something that God himself wants you, that if he's going to give you anything special, that will change your life forever. It is the Holy Spirit. From today, may you look for this best of gifts. Best of gifts. If you know how to give good gifts, how much more would your heavenly father not give you the Holy Ghost? So Jesus Christ said, I see he started by saying, the more you say, I said this, our father was there. And he ended up, I said, the, the Holy Ghost. Why? Because the father's will, the father's will is that everybody must have the Holy Spirit. The Father's will, as we are here, God's greatest will for you, Mr. Hodo, is that you shall have his Holy Spirit in you. In Acts chapter 19, verse 1, Bible says that, Acts chapter 19, quickly, we are reading and we are going to pray. Acts 19, quickly. Acts 19, and it came to pass that whilst Apollos was in Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus, and finding certain church members, disciples, he asked them quickly, verse 2, quickly, quickly he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Since you joined this church, have you received the Holy Ghost? Because the ultimate of every Christian's gift and blessing is the Holy Spirit. So he said, since you became born again, have you received the Holy Ghost? And listen to what they said. And they said unto him, we have not as so much heard whether there be anything called Holy Ghost. You see, and this is the answer from many of you. But you don't know the importance of the Holy Ghost in your life. That is why we are not looking for him. That the people who have been born again, they were in the efficient church, praising and singing, eh? Either sisters, either brothers, and other whatever sisters are here. But they, they still, they didn't have the Holy Spirit. So they asked, who is the Holy Spirit? Who is the Holy Spirit? Since you joined Macaron's branch of this church, have you received the Holy Ghost? Have you received the Holy Ghost? Paul asked the question. You say you are Christians? And you don't have the Holy Spirit? Then he said, we have not heard of them. what is this about Holy Spirit? And then Paul asked them the another question. Watch it. The next verse. He says what? Quickly. And he said unto them, then unto what then were you baptized? <laughs> what are you here doing? If you say you are a Christian, you don't have them. What else are you doing here? What are you doing? They say, oh, we were baptized into John the Baptist, baptism. And Paul said, no, 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 no. You are making a big mistake. Christianity doesn't come just end after baptism. Say so you give your life to Christ. And no, I know you, no, 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 no. You came to forward, you were prayed for and said, I give my life, that's it. No. Then you haven't understood what Christianity is about. And you cannot go far in your life with this. Okay? Then Paul said, oh, Paul said, to John, 
baptized, verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. See, when you, you get repent, you preach and say, give your life to God, say, you repent, and you join the church. That's what we call baptism of John. You only baptism of repentance. Okay? And you have to move on from baptism of repentance to something else that will advance your life. Okay? Saying that unto the people that they should believe on him who should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. That's what I, baptism is only the pre, pre, prayer to, to better things. So when they heard this, they were uh, baptized eh? in the name of the Lord Jesus. Eh? And when Paul had done what? Laid his hands upon them. The Holy Ghost came upon them and they began to speak in the Holy Ghost and prophesy. Hallelujah. Bible said, and when he asked, have you received? He said, no. And the Bible said, as Paul laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon every one of them. The Holy Ghost. That is what made them true Christians. Now they began to manifest in a better and a wilder realm. A Christian without the Holy Ghost. You have been baptized into repentance. It's good. You came to give your life to Christ, it's good. But that's not the end of Christianity. You can't go far with that. You need the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they began to speak in tongues. In tongues. Tonight, the Lord is here to anoint you, to pour upon you His Spirit. Jesus said in Acts chapter 1, Acts chapter 1, verse number 6, they asked Jesus Christ, are you not coming to restore after he resurrected the nation to us? He said, that, look, is it time? He said, don't think about time of what, don't, don't bother about what is going to happen, what is going to happen, what is important is that, but you shall receive the Holy Ghost. After the, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After the Holy Ghost has come, you shall receive power. Power to do anything. What, what, whichever government is in power shouldn't bother you. Whichever economy is happening, don't think about that. Because when you receive the power of the Holy Ghost, you can do things that you don't need the government to do for you. Verse number six, start from verse six. He said that quickly, quickly, quickly. I'm, I'm coming to lay my hand, pray for people to receive. Six. And when they therefore come together, they ask Jesus, saying, Lord, will that at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel from from, from Romans to... No, no. They're talking political. I said, look, look, look. So if you're a Christian, don't bother about politics. Don't think about which, which president is in power. Which, which government is in power. Many of us, that's why we can't... We can see our minds are on... I'm looking for government to give me job. Government is not... That don't give jobs. Government don't give jobs. It is God who gives you job. Your father. Don't think about the center. Don't be interested in what is going on. But you then, the man, he said unto them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father has put in his own power. Leave it to you. Leave those kind of things there. But what is important now, as you are alive here, what is important now for your life is that but you shall receive power 
after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be a witness lift up your hands and say Lord Kandalamana lift up your hands begin to pray begin to pray now watch listen the holy spirit is so important to a christian that jesus christ said before you go back to Nazareth, stay in Jerusalem. Luke chapter 24, verse 49. Wait for the Holy Ghost before you do anything. They have followed Jesus Christ for three years. But Jesus said, you can't do much in your life unless my spirit comes. Wait. So tonight we are coming here to wait on the Holy Ghost. They waited. They waited. Luke chapter 24, 49. Jesus told them, Wait. Because don't think that because you have followed me three years, when you go, you are going to do mighty works. No. He said, wait for the Holy Ghost. Wait for the Holy Ghost. Behold, I send you to the... Say, I send you what? The promise of the Father upon you. But tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. There's a power from on high. The Holy Ghost is a power from on high. When you receive him, you receive power to do great works. So in Acts chapter chapter 2, verse 1 to 4, Bible said, that when they gathered, see, this is a continuation of the promise. When they gathered, it, eh, the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. How many know that we are in one place right now? We are in one place right now. We are in one place right now. One place right now. And what happened? Verse 2. And certainly, there came a sound from heaven. Your father in heaven know that you need him, the spirit. So there came a sound from heaven. Tonight there shall be a sound from heaven. There shall be a sound from heaven. There shall be a sound from heaven. And the rushing mighty wind. And the Bible said, it filled the house. It filled the house. It filled the house. It filled the house where they were sitting. Verse 3. Watch it. Verse 3. Verse 3. Quickly. 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 Who is that? Who is control? And there appeared unto them a cloven tongues like fire. And it sat on some of them. It sat on the pastor alone. It sat on who? Each one of them. Everybody is receiving the tongue of the Holy Spirit. Everybody is receiving Everybody receiving verse number four. We are closing and then we are going to pray. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak in other tongues. And the Spirit gave them utterance. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. And the Holy Ghost is coming. The power of God is coming. The power of God is coming. As they appeared on the bench of Pentacles. This is our day of Pentacles. This is our day of Pentacles. As we are gathered together here. As we are gathered together here. Hey, he's coming. He's coming. He's coming. To sit up on every Father in heaven, 
here to fail you. If you open your spirits, he will fail. Like a woman at the well, I was seeking for things that could not satisfy. You see, many things that we, we look for is not satisfied. But then, I heard my Savior speaking. Draw from a well that never runs dry. And that is the Holy Ghost. Draw. It never runs dry. Listen, when we say a well that never runs dry, means that in Sua, in Sua, any time we are available. It never runs dry. Many things in life, when you get it, runs dry. If you, if, if you get a new car, after you say you lose, you lose interest. If you get a new dress, you get interest. If you get any, any food you eat after that, you get it. But there is a Holy Ghost. When you have him, it never gets dry. How many want this thing in your So he say, fill my cup, Lord. Let the man say, I lift it up, Now listen. 
Paul asked a very relevant question. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you were baptized again? He said, no. And the Bible said that he played his hands and the Holy Ghost came upon them. If you are here, you can't speak in tongues. You don't have the Holy Ghost in you. Come forward, I'm going to play my hands upon you. Come, come forward. Come forward. We need the Holy Ghost. Come forward. It's the day of the Pentecost. It's the day of Pentecost. Hold on. The first line. Hold on. When I'm done with you. Block, 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 block. Yeah. Go, no, don't, don't come to the leave the space. When I'm done with the first line, that other group will come. So I don't want crowd. Okay. Go back. Go back. Go back. I pray for everybody. Don't worry. I pray for everybody. The Bible said that and they laid his hands upon them and they received the Holy Spirit. They need him. They need him. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost. Okay? Please. Don't, don't, don't type, you know, let them have space. Okay? So that I can minister to everybody. Okay? Uh, good. Uh, I'll pray for everybody. That's the purpose of this service. When the day of Pentecost had come, this is our day of Pentecost. Everybody must receive it's a gift from God. It's a gift from God. Bible said that there was a guy called Simeon. When he saw that Peter laid his hand and the people were receiving, he said, hey, give me one. I'll pay for it so that I can have it. Peter told him that it's a gift that God gives to his sons. His sons. You are a son or a daughter of God in this house. It is a gift from your father. From your father. Lift up your hands. Those behind, please continue to pray for them. Pray for them. Spirit move. Pray. Everybody pray. 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 Close your eyes and pray. If you are standing, pray. Keep praying. Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we lift this morning before you. It's not a work of man. This is a work of the Holy Ghost. As the oil touch everyone, so may heaven continue them with your power, with the Holy Ghost, with your gifts, so that they shall concern that since they become children of God, they have received it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. It's coming. Yes. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Yes, yes, yes. Keep saying, keep saying, keep it. Say it. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Yes. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Yes. 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 Receive it. Receive it. The Holy Ghost. 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 Open your mouth and speak it. Don't speak the mouth and speak it. 
receive the Holy Ghost. Now when it comes to your mouth, it's like a child who is starting to talk. Akola started to that is a sign. So you have to keep continuing. When you sense it, start talking. Don't think about what it means. You don't need to know what it means. It's a, it's a language of the spirit. So when your mouth starts making that it's the beginning, so keep speaking it. Okay? As I lay my hands, you said that your mouth will open and say, ma, 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 you keep saying it. As you say it, that is flowing. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost right now. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Let's speak. Stay. Open your mouth. Let's speak. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. If you don't open your mouth, you're wasting my time. Yes, 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 Open your mouth. Yes, 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 I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringham at 8.30 a.m. And on Wednesdays at 7 p.m., God bless you.